0: Obstacles. As an avid prepper, someone who is prepared for all situations, and a do-it-yourself enthusiast, I will be sharing some helpful tips on how to be a nomad prepper, and for keeping you and your family safe on the road, no matter the situation. Keys to Being a Nomad Prepper As with regular prepping, there are certain ideas and keys that are fundamental when one starts to think about mobile prepping. These are the very base techniques and ideas that will help you establish a foundation of knowledge and skills that will come in handy if and when the need arises. Below, we'll take a look at these areas and explore them a bit more in depth. Know your environment the most important thing for both stationary and mobile prepping is this know your environment your prepping plans will change dramatically depending on which part of the country you are in whether you are rural or urban and which season of the year it is you cannot plan to survive for very long anywhere if you don't know what is around you and how to interact with what you see the biggest part of your preparation should be familiarizing yourself with the local wildlife, plants, animals, edible or medicinal herbs, and any dangers or advantages specific to your local area. Know what grows when, mating seasons of animals, harvest seasons, animal habitats, indigenous species, what you can use and how you can use it. Watch the animals. See where they go, what they eat, where they drink know the seasons and weather patterns learn to look for changes in the sky moon cycles and cloud formations observe how these affect the environment around you take the time to study now as this will pay off greatly in the future another important aspect of knowing your environment is knowing the other people who share that space get to know the people around if any and what they are like naturally people are going to vary widely and great distinctions can be made between urban and rural environments in any case it is always beneficial to make friends where you can in a survival situation you don't have to like a person to benefit from the skills and experience they can bring to a survival situation television has taught us that human beings are essentially selfish and opportunistic that survival is a competitive sport wherein the best man wins This is false. Certainly there are opportunistic people out there who will take advantage of the situation and go out of their way to hurt others in order to help themselves. In a real survival situation, this behavior should be what gets those guys killed. However, they still exist, and it is your job as a survivor to understand that survival is not just a reality TV thought experiment, but something very real, which requires cooperation instead of competition. Human beings are social creatures. We have always relied upon one another, and this should be no different in a survival scenario. Learn to pick up on antisocial behaviors, and don't allow yourself to be taken advantage of. You don't need or want that guy with you, and you don't need to be that guy to stay alive leverage the skills knowledge and resources of the good people around you and you'll have a much greater chance of survival have hideouts and squats squats can be thought of as your home away from home just because you are a nomad doesn't mean you don't need a home base You can benefit greatly from a temporary shelter, where you can eat in peace, store your pack while you're out scavenging, or just to grab a quick rest. No matter where you are, this is entirely necessary. The easiest way to secure a home base is to form a squat. And don't give me that legality crap. You are trying to survive. An abandoned house is perfect. You don't have to build it, and after you have been on the trail for so long, you know you'll want a nice roof over your head of course you don't have to form a squad on your own you might find one already in existence if you know what to look for not too long ago there used to be a simple system of symbols that travellers and transients used to communicate with one another both out in the wild and in the midst of civilization what came to be known as the hobo code was created in the nineteen thirties by vagabond workers who would hop trains back and forth between cities looking for work while many of these signs have either changed